Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. In episode number 12 of the Raising Smart Kids podcast, we strategize some ways that busy families can incorporate the arts into their everyday lives. This week, we're going to dive a little deeper into one of those strategies, creating stories with your kids. I love reading to my kids and having them read to me. It's always been about bonding and sharing my love of reading with my kids. It also allows me to check in with their reading levels and demonstrates their different interests. When kids are first learning to read, they often develop a favorite book or two, which parents read night after night. I'm sure all you parents with preschoolers or former preschoolers know what I'm talking about very well. When my kids were that age, I would sometimes request that we make up stories together at bedtime in addition to, or instead of, their favorite stories. To be honest, this gave me a break from reading the same stories night after night and quickly became a bedtime favorite. I would often start with a traditional once upon a time as my kids were familiar with this description. As our stories evolved, this beginning line would change frequently depending on my kids' moods. I would use their names in the stories to help them engage and get excited about creating a story together and make them the lead characters. I would always focus on positive, uplifting stories with a happy ending, as we often would create these stories right before bed. Often my kids were the heroes, the inventors, the artists, the performers, and they all did or made something great happen. For example, one of my youngest daughter's favorite beginning lines was, Once upon a time, there was a brave princess named Daphne that loved to build castles. One day she... I would pause intentionally and leave a cliffhanger, so to speak, so that she could add on the next bit of the story. We would go back and forth several times and would create a number of stories. Oftentimes, my girls were so excited about their stories, they wouldn't want to go to bed. To entice them to go to sleep, we started talking about chapters. I would say something to the effect of, This part of the story has come to an end, but tomorrow we can create a new chapter. This promise of creating a new chapter the next night was usually enough to get them to relax, fall asleep, and dream of their next great adventure. Sometimes we'd have to use their favorite story as a way to segue into bedtime. Don't worry if at first your stories you create together are similar night after night. 
Just enjoy the process of being creative together. If you have more than one child, this is also a great bonding experience for all of you. Each of you in turn can make up bits of the story and create a more robust and elaborate story. Just a quick word of advice though. Don't let yourself be distracted by things like TV or your smartphone when creating stories. Kids can definitely tell when you're truly interested in what they're doing, and since the point of this activity is to engage with your kids on a deeper level, lose the distractions. When I ran an arts learning program for preschool-aged kids, I spoke with many parents that were totally stressed out and overwhelmed at the prospect of creating stories with their kids. Don't let the fear you might feel stop you from experiencing the world through your child's imagination. Just like many worthwhile endeavors in life, there may be an element of fear, and facing your fears is the first step in growing. You're listening to this podcast because you want to connect with your kids and help foster their creativity. Many of us may need to reconnect with our creative sides as we've lost some by going through the school system or working in jobs where there are few requests to be creative. I can't think of a better or easier way to encourage your creativity than creating stories with your kids. Once you start creating stories with your kids, their creativity will astonish you and allow you to relax and put on your creativity cap at the same time. If you're not feeling quite ready to dive right into story creating with your kids, you can set the stage by reading some of their favorite books and talking about the parts of the story. Discuss what happens at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. Who were the characters and what happens in the story? If your kids are a little older and ready for some new challenges, you can start incorporating terminology such as plot, themes, protagonists, antagonists, conflict, resolution, moral, and more. Once you've established parts of a story, you can suggest three random things such as a castle, a cowboy, and a soccer ball. Encourage your kids to create a story using these items. These random items can come from anywhere. His or her bedroom, something at or outside of work, or simply dream up elements together to get this story started. It's always amazing to me to see how kids can weave seemingly diverse objects together into a beautiful, sometimes serious, sometimes comical, and always entertaining story. After you've tackled bedtime stories, you can move into creating stories at other times of the day or for special occasions. Even for your pre-readers, creating a story can be as simple as drawing pictures to represent the story. If you want to take story creation to the next level, you can have your kids narrate the story as you write, or better yet, use some of the great technology tools out there such as voice recorders or video cameras and record your kids narrating their own stories and holding up those pictures.
not only will you have the physical pictures of the story, you'll have your kids' own voices recorded, which is a priceless memory. Be sure, of course, to put this story on display, whether on your phone or by emailing it to friends and family, posting it on social media. Your kids are going to be so proud of the stories that you create together. They're going to want you to share these stories with everybody because they're going to feel so proud about them. When I was doing some research to put this podcast together, I found an incredible website called storybird.com. Once you register for this free website, you and your kids can log in and create stories or poems using drop and drag images. Talk about stories coming to life! This will take a bit of time on your part to type in a story, but when you think about the outcome of kids getting super excited by creating their very own stories, you just won't want to pass up this opportunity. The reality is, If you're able to listen to these podcasts, get on the internet, and use a simple word processing program, you're well on your way to publishing yours and your kids' very own stories. The best part about storybird.com is that they're hosting a writing contest, which ends October 15th. So now there are no more excuses. You have the tools to begin creating stories with your kids tonight. On the Art Smart Parenting blog, I'll be sharing some links you can use to start creating stories today. I would absolutely love to read the stories you create with your kids. Whether they're pictorial or written out stories, you can simply respond to this blog post or contact me directly at artsmartparenting.com. Have you gotten your copy of Unleash Your Child's Superpowers on Amazon? If not, I would be absolutely honored if you'd head on over to Amazon.com and pick up a copy for you and share us with a friend. The book is all about helping you to unleash and unlock your child's eight unique superpowers and how the arts can propel learning to take it to the next level. Thanks so much for listening, thanks so much for reading, and I'll catch you next week.